Albo joins us on the program. Good morning to you, Anthony. Good morning, Marcus. Thank you for your time. Should a federal election be held before then, you say you would honour your commitment and pay out the cash retrospectively. That's $300 for every Australian man, woman and child if they receive their second COVID-19 jab by December the 1st. That's right. This would be good. Uh, to improve the, the take-up rate of vaccines. Uh, we know that the government had two jobs this year, the rollout of the vaccine and national quarantine facilities, and it failed on both. We need to do better when it comes to our vaccination rates. We're last in the developed world. And the Chief Medical Officer, uh, Dr Kelly, uh, said uh, earlier this year, I, I think we really do need to look for incentives, as many incentives as we can for people to become vaccinated. Now, this is put forward, Marcus, as a constructive idea. We hope the government takes it up. Uh, the government were reluctant about wage subsidies last year. They need to provide every incentive uh, because, as well, uh, the economy, of course, is really struggling. Small businesses are struggling. Workers are struggling as a result of these lockdowns. And this stimulus would uh, help to, to save jobs and to create economic activity. We need to reach around 80% of adults vaccinated, by um, certainly by uh, the end of this year, in order to reopen our economy, reopen our major cities, including Sydney. Uh, will this incentivise uh, people to do so, do you think? Well, it will provide uh, an incentive. Of course, uh, so many Australians are already out there doing the right thing. But what this will do is encourage conversations around, around the, the water cooler uh, within families. Uh, we need to provide every possible incentive. The rest of the world, Marcus, is doing measures like this. You have either cash incentives uh, now being supported by the Biden administration in some of the US states, they have uh, lotteries. Uh, in other areas, they have uh, incentives in, in, in stores or even in bars to go to. Uh, here in Australia, this is a constructive idea to try to boost our vaccination rates as, as the supply gets better. And uh, we argue that this is put forward in, in, in a constructive spirit and the government should get on board here. Um, what's uh, the worst that can happen is that our vaccination rates are, are increased and, and as well, we help support jobs uh, in our economy at a time when uh, economists are predicting that the September quarter, uh, the one we're now, will actually go negative again, which will be, of course, the third negative quarter uh, we've had over the recent period. Yeah. 20 million Australians are expected to be eligible for the jab by the end of this year. Uh, this incentive uh, will cost the budget bottom line around $6 billion. But as earlier callers mentioned to me uh, earlier on the program, Albo, we've got plenty of money available in the budget. There's billions of dollars sitting idle, uh, I would imagine, for the Prime Minister and the Liberal National Party to, I guess, use as a, a war chest leading up to the next federal election. Election, well, that would still be a good use of money. Well, indeed, uh, they have uh, $9 billion in uh, decisions taken but not announced. Uh, that is, uh, they've made decisions to spend taxpayers' money, but they won't tell you what it's being spent on. Uh, so uh, it seems to me that this is a, a common sense idea. Uh, we do need to boost 
our vaccination rates. And uh, what this would do is provide uh, that positive incentive. And we need to have uh, positive discussions. I know there are discussions about whether people will be allowed to go to events and, and uh, those issues. And uh, it is appropriate we have those discussions. Well, where do you sit? Where does Labor sit on vaccine passports? I know you mentioned earlier on the Today Show that obviously, uh, constitutionally, we cannot mandate for people to take a, a vaccination, uh, but we can certainly incentivise them too. But where does Labor stand at a federal level on vaccination passports? In other words, if you don't get the jab, you can't go to the footy. You can't go and watch the cricketers play and all these other uh, major events. Well, there will be issues uh, like there have been in in other other countries. I know that uh, at a Bruce Springsteen concert recently, for example, in in New York, if you uh, hadn't had your jab, uh, you didn't get to attend. And uh, there will be uh, those issues discussed and, and and raised. But what what I'm trying to do here, Marcus, is put forward something that's positive. Uh, not saying what you can't do. But what you can do and what, what incentive, positive incentive you will get, uh, that's uh, a discussion, I think, that is constructive, that's positive, and one that the government uh, should be engaged with. It's one that is uh, predicated upon how do we bring the Australian people uh, with us yeah. uh, on this journey? And, and that's the spirit in which it's put forward. As you know, Marcus, we put forward the idea of wage subsidies last year. Scott Morrison said it was a dangerous idea. And guess what? Eventually it happened. It happened only after uh, the queues were round the corner at Centrelink. Yeah. And uh, then we had JobKeeper. What I'm saying is don't wait. Don't wait until we're in December... And we have more excuses, more blame shifting from this Prime Minister and say, oh, well, the rates aren't up to where we want them to be. Uh, we're going to have to do something and provide uh, some financial incentive to encourage the discussion, uh, to encourage people to come forward. Uh, do it now. Uh, do it in a positive way. And that's the spirit in which this, uh, this idea uh, is put forward. It's uh, it's something that I just don't see a downside, and I find it a bit stunning uh, that the government is already uh, briefing out against it, given it's consistent with the advice of the government's chief medical officer, and also consistent yeah. with their their plan going forward, which spoke about incentives as well. Well, rather than briefing against uh, your proposal this morning, perhaps they should focus on the fact that uh, the Treasurer, Josh Frydenberg, has failed to act on imperative Treasury advice to set up an independent review of the $90 billion JobKeeper program, despite Parliament's budget watchdog exposing an estimated $25 billion was paid to firms that did not receive or record the forecast revenue fall. So for all those out there this morning that will jump up and down, and there'll be plenty of them out, but who'll say, oh, bloody Labor again. Look, they want to waste our money and they, you know, they're always spending. Just remember, $25 billion was paid to firms that didn't record a forecast revenue falls. And, and when it's not imperative that this money is repaid, the Treasurer refuses to uh, ask them to repay the money. So <laughs> you want to talk about waste, uh, look no further than that $25 billion. Well, that's exactly right. And this was for companies that were doing well and it went into uh, corporate profits and executive bonuses. 
what we're talking about here is putting $300 in the pockets of Australians who've been battling, who've yeah. been doing it tough. And uh, them, they will then spend it, of course, at the local small business, spend it in ways that keep jobs in place and keep the economy going, particularly in the lead-up to Christmas. It's been a tough couple of years for Australians. How about we give them something back uh, in order to uh, to stimulate the economy, as well as, of course, uh, importantly, protect people's health. And these lockdowns, Marcus, are costing some $2 billion a week when we had the three states uh, locked down. We currently have uh, a whole range of uh, people in New South Wales and Queensland locked down, but that's having an impact on the economy uh, much uh, much wider because uh, when you when I was travelling in Queensland uh, a couple of weeks ago, one of the things they were saying is that even though there weren't lockdowns in Queensland at that time, it was impacting on their economy because they weren't getting the visitors from New South Wales and Victoria. Yep. Albo, good to have you on. Thank you. Thanks very much, Mark. Federal Opposition Leader Anthony Albanese. Well, what do you make of that? Are you supportive of that proposal? $300 for every man, woman and child as an incentive to get vaccinated. (laughs) 